Welcome to Digital Hospitality. I am your host, Sean Walchef. This is a Cali BBQ Media production. Every single week, we talk about our ongoing thesis, and that is digital hospitality. Every business needs to be digital first, and every business needs to be in the hospitality business. Now, what exactly does that mean? One of the most important things you can do as a small business owner or entrepreneur is to take control of your marketing and turn it into media. Use the thing that is in your pocket, that smartphone that we take for granted, and start to tell stories online. Uh, Part of what we do on this podcast is bring people in that are playing the game within the game. So if there's somebody that inspires us to want to do better, someone that's got an incredible story, we bring them on. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. If you're an existing listener, thank you for listening. Um, So many of you have been reaching out about your barbecue business, about your restaurant, about your small business, about getting started making videos, and uh, we're always grateful to connect. So please keep doing that. That's at Sean P. Welchef. Uh, You guys can find links in the show notes for that. But today we have a guest, very special guest, who is just coming back from the Super Bowl. She is a professional storyteller at the top of her craft, and so many cool things are happening for her. And we're going to talk all things podcasting, all things storytelling, all things being a mom, all things going all in um, on finding your purpose and your passion. Today, we have Juliet Han. It's at I am Juliet Han. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Sean. I'm really excited to be here and, you know, tell, tell some stories. <laughs> yes. Yes. So one of the things we, we love having podcasters on, we have a lot of podcasters that listen to this podcast. We believe a rising tide lifts all ships. And whenever we can talk the game within the game, people that are actually creating media content through marketing. So we're not creating advertising. We're so we're talking about stories. We're telling someone else's stories. Once you get good telling your own story, you can become a podcaster and have other people on to share their stories story. And I know that's something that really lights you up. Can you let, let's since you're just coming back from the Super Bowl, and that was a huge opportunity for you, bring us into the Super Bowl opportunity. How did it happen? Yeah, of course. So I have my podcast was called your next stop. And I as you said, I interview people that have followed a passion and turned it into a business. And so one of my guests was Cynthia Zordich. And she is a uh, her husband, Michael Zordich played in the league for 12 years in, in the NFL. So as she was talking, and she was kind of taking us through her journey, like the questions just kept coming up in my mind. It's like, oh my gosh, what about this? What about this? I'm a mom. I have three kids. I've chosen to move a couple different times, but it was my choice. Like, so, you know, all of these things arose. And after that interview, I said to her, I really would love to do a show uh, with you and I together that we can kind of dive into this NFL experience, like what it is like to be a spouse of one of these players, because there's so much that we hear so much that we assume but there's so much more to them. And it's also just, they're just like us, right? They wake up, put their pants on the same way as we do. So when we started talking about this, we started, um, we call it, so I have a live show and I record that on fireside and it's called YNS live your next stop live with NFL thread because Cynthia founded a company called NFL thread. And it's like, really like the LinkedIn for, the women of the NFL. And she started this because when she exited the league, she was like, okay, well, I want to still stay in touch with my sisters. I still want to stay in touch with that community because they were such a part of my life. And so special, we raised our kids together. So she started this organization, which 
these women absolutely love. I mean, they're from when you're first into the league until you leave the league, you can network. It's all about networking. It's all about staying connected. Okay. Now you're out of the league. What is the spout? Like, what is the woman doing? And, and a lot of times because they had to put their lives on the back burner for so long, they, you know, just kind of, I mean, flourish, they start their own business. They become real estate agents. I mean, you know, financial, all of these different things. So she and I started doing the series. And as we were doing this every year, before the Super Bowl, so Thursday, she does a luncheon. Mm-hmm. It's the NFL Thread Luncheon, and it is actually usually honoring the Playbook, which is this magazine that she's the editor for. And it's this these all these stories, like she she basically puts these stories in print what these women sure. are doing. So she does this every year, and she said, "Oh my gosh, Thread is about connecting people right mm-hmm. within the NFL community. Um, the Playbook is about sharing their story in print." The podcast is about giving them a voice. And so we just went with that and fell in love with it. So we did the the live podcast at the luncheon. And then on Friday, which a lot of people don't realize is the Off the Fields Wives Association, which is um, founded, I mean, 21 years ago, this is their 21st fashion show. So whatever uh, city the Super Bowl is in, the, this woman's, this wives group finds a charity and all the proceeds go to that charity through this fashion show and this major amazing event. So there's a red carpet, especially, you know, being in LA, all of these different things, so many different people were being honored cookie Johnson and Holly Robinson, Pete, um, Holly's charity, Holly rod was the one that was the, the charity that was going, all the proceeds were going to a mm-hmm. lot of proceeds, which was amazing. Cause it's for autism and Parkinson's. So it was, I, I was live on the, um, the red carpet. I was live at, you know, behind the scenes with the models, just getting their stories. Like, Hey, why are you here? Why is it so important? You know, tell me a little bit about yourself. And it was really interesting to see a lot of the women first be like, Oh, I'm here because my husband. And then I was like, well, tell me what you do. And they stopped and they were like, Oh, like what, what I do. I'm like, whether you stay home, whether you yes. work and they just lit up and they would like, it was, no just one's asked so- them. No one has asked them because there's so much for a girl to do at the Super Bowl that's behind the scenes and no one asks them. So that is what I am doing. That is what I am there for. That is where my show is growing, but it's so interesting. And the thing that just touched me so much is almost every single one of them has some por- some sort of charity that they are yeah. involved with, some sort of thing where they give back something a lot of times to do with the underprivileged kids. Um, a lot of times it, you know, it, it, it's, it was just, it was fascinating and it was I mean, a buzz like uh, no other. Then I did get to go to the Super Bowl. Um, my husband met us, uh, met Amazing. me, and it was it was incredible. But just as I said, to see the women just stop and be like, "Oh wait, you're asking about me," and I was yeah. like, "Yes." And that's what you know. As this continues to grow, so we're doing this every year. It will be at the um, you know the the week the, the week of the Super Bowl that luncheon and the fashion show, and then we also are going to be doing a luncheon at the draft and the Hall of Fame. So we're going to do Amazing. the live shows at all of those and ask the women. I know you're here supporting mm-hmm. your husband, but what is it that you do? How was it being in the league? And then when your husband either retired or got forced out or was injured, how was it like to be that support person? You know that yeah. really, if all of us can think about it in those terms, half of the time these men have played you know, and and this is really for any, you know, major league, um, you know, professional sports kind of thing, but they grew up, you know, probably starting at five, right. In, in, in little league or flag football, and then to go through life. And then when they retire, it's like, 
okay, what's next? What am I good at? What do I do? And so that's like, it doesn't matter how stable you are. That's going to mess with someone's brain. Yeah. I think it's, it's super fascinating. I had uh, Nick Hardwick and Jamie Hardwick. Uh, Nick Hardwick played center for the San Diego chargers for 11 seasons here in San Diego. And um, he's become a close friend. He also has a podcast, but him and his wife started to get into the fitness business, into the podcasting business after you know, his playing career. And just to hear the stories of both of them, it adds such a depth to the entire story because Nick's a dad, you know, he's also a husband, but to hear the dynamic of when they were playing, how she was supporting him, but then the true honesty of, you know, what are they trying to build into the future? You know, because all of that effects of playing takes its wear and tear on him and it takes its wear and tear on the relationship. But you know, like you said, it's giving a voice to the people that really haven't had a voice. You know, they've been the number one person in the corner, you know, the, the person that's keeping the house together, but they also have hopes and dreams and things that they want to build as well. And I think that's just, it's super, it's super cool that you got the opportunity. Well, you created the opportunity. And I think yeah. that's something that I hope that the people listening to this podcast understand is so much of what happens once you start to lean into storytelling, once you start to follow your truth, is that it finds you, you know, you, the, the hairs on the back of your neck stand up because you know you're doing what you're supposed to do and you know you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Um, can you tell, take us to some of the dark points of podcasting? Because I don't think that that gets talked about enough. And, you know, I've been fortunate to be doing it for five years now. We just launched our second show, which is a sponsored show um, with Toast as our primary sponsor. And, it's called Restaurant Influencers. We have a lot of people that listen to the show also tune into that. But to get to a second show, I can barely get restaurants to even consider podcasting. I can barely get them to start making TikTok <laughs> videos. But now we're launching two weekly video shows. And there were times where, is it worth it? Should I keep spending my time? Should I keep spending my effort? Tell us about your journey. When did you get, did you hit those lulls and how did you get through them? Yeah, you know, so it's it's funny and I love that question. Um, so I started podcasting really as a passion project. I'm a mom. I stayed home with my kids. I, um, at a certain age when my kids got older, I did start doing teaching fitness classes. I played two sports in college. So I, I always had that background. And so I wanted to give back a little bit to the family. Like I was like, you know, to my husband, it shouldn't all be on you. Now that the kids are a little older, let me see what I can do. And I also am that type of person. I'm not one that just sits around, you know, I did a lot of volunteering in the schools, but I was like, okay, I'm done with this. Like let, let's start doing something. So I I started doing fitness and teaching, you know, doing some health and fitness coaching, which I really loved. But then there was a point that I felt like, okay, I'm, I'm a little unsettled. I'm not doing what I'm meant to doing. And, and something that you touched on, I believe that we all have a path, whether it's God that you believe in or the universe that you believe in, but we all have a path and not all of us find it because sometimes we don't listen to those little cues. Like, okay, I'm a little unsettled, right? Why yeah. am I unsettled more often than not? When you're unsettled more often than not, it means that you're not in the path that you are meant to be doing. I believe in God. So I really truly believe when you start kind of following that path, the doors just start opening, as you said, and it's so freaking cool to be kind of behind the scenes and watching it. And now I'm 48 years old. So this is not something, you know, I tell people I've had different paths for my, my whole life. Right. Yep. And that, that has built me to who I am. And when I decided to start this podcast, it was, uh, it was in 2019, a lot of the women that I was working with, I was starting to get a little burned out with the health and fitness. Cause it was just a lot of the same sort of thing. And it was just like, okay, you know, I I'm not getting through to them in a level that I would like to, but 
I also don't want to go that deep. I think you yeah. know some of them maybe need a little bit more help than just what I'm doing. I'm encouraging and all of this and giving them the tools. So I wanted to start a podcast kind of talking about personal journal stories because a lot of times, because I was on social media and even though I was showing day in and day out, like, okay, I'm a hot mess today. Or, oh, today was like, you know, one of those days that you're like, oh my gosh, nothing went wrong. Yeah. Um, you know, having three kids and two dogs, you know, something's always, you know, you're always you're juggling a lot of stuff. Bar- I barely made it to daycare this morning. I get it. <laughs> totally right. <laughs> Two kids, like, let's go. <laughs> I mean, I, I say we we're like- to get to the podcast. I know my daughter doesn't want to get her hair done and she's fighting with her mom, but you know, <laughs> we, we do, we do the best we can. We do the best that we can. And that's what I wanted to show because there's people that assume, okay, things are easy or things always go smooth. And all of us, it doesn't matter how much money we have, where we are in our careers, what, what we all have those days. So I wanted to kind of document it. Cause I always am the one that like, if I'm at a party or talking to my friend that have these funny things that happen and they're like, oh my gosh, didn't that like set you back like a week? And I'm like, no, oh, you just move on. Like, okay, mm-hmm. that happens. I move on. So, you know, certain instances, like when, you know, when Britney Spears kid fell out of the high chair, I remember being a new mom and like judging her and being like, and I'm not <laughs> a judgy person, but I was like, who would let someone do that? My sure. kid a week later fell out of the high chair because he used to choke in his high chair. So I never could strap him in. I went to go grab food and he tumbled out. And I remember being like, oh my gosh, I'm a great mom. I know that yeah. like, this is what I was meant to do. And I just, my kid just, I mean, he was fine, but I wanted to kind of document that and just did be you like, share Let's... that story. I did. I talked yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, I did. And then also we just got a kitchen redone and I had, and I don't like cooking and which I'm sorry. I know this is <laughs> about cooking, but. Oh no, I... it's definitely not. We're, so we, we have a, <laughs> I mean, we own a barbecue restaurant, but the, the last, I mean, we, we just, we care about the, the storytelling. I mean, as much as we sell barbecue, we're selling stories. So, which, which um... I love. Right. <laughs> so I made barbecue chicken wings in the crock pot. Cause yep. I don't like to cook. And I had it pushed back. And one of my boxers pulled the entire thing off shattered everywhere. That episode was called blood and barbecue because I couldn't tell where the blood was and where the barbecue sauce was. And I think the kitchen was just done. And I'm not like one that really loves to clean either. So Mm -hmm. I was looking around. So I wanted to tell those kind of stories. Like, you know, things happen to us, right? We've had crazy and I've got into some deep stories, some light ones. And then the pandemic hit. So that was in 2019. I loved it, but I wasn't thinking of doing weekly podcast weekly podcast and that's video, video or audio also. So I mean, when I audio, first, audio first, when I first started, it was all, I did zoom, but I like did it in a closet. Cause I thought I needed to like have the soundproof. And I was like, okay, yeah. I'm just going to do it in there. <laughs> um, cause I taught myself, I literally yep. went downstairs and told my husband and my kids, I'm going to start a podcast. And they were like, Oh, so interesting. Do you know how to do that? And I'm like, Nope, I'm going to create, I'm going to do it. I'm going to Google it. I'm going to figure it out. And that's something that I want my kids and like listeners to listen to. If you have an idea, just go for it. Like who cares yep. if you fail? What doesn't matter if that was not meant to be my path, I would have enjoyed it. I would have learned something. And then I would have moved on. And, and, and that, that little stepping stone would have taken me closer to my path. So when I did that and it was called next stop crazy town, which is really funny. Cause it was like all the crazy stuff that happens. Oh. Um, some of my, some <laughs> well, of my so friends, we had, we had a podcast guest, Phyllis uh, Williams Strotter. She's the brand country grandmother, but her, her best advice that I repeat often is, is people, the problem that they don't want to create content is that they don't want to lean into their crazy. Oh yeah. And I'm like, that's a beautiful way to say it because, but the crazy is what people want. That's how we connect as a dad, the mistakes that I make as a husband, the mistakes I make. I mean, that, that's what people connect to. 
A hundred percent. Lean into so, your crazy, publish your crazy, but people don't want to publish their crazy. They want to publish an advertisement of what you think my life looks like, but that's not what people connect with. Right. And so that's when I first started it. That's what it was all about. And my nickname, it can be crazy town. So I, <laughs> I lived in New York city for many years. I had some fun. Let's just say that. So that's what I did. And then the pandemic hit and I have to say, my husband was traveling. We were going at a pace that was so crazy that it was like really nice for us to be able to like sit down and kind of, ah, oh, this is amazing. Um, but there was nothing funny happening anymore. Right. We got a lot of alone time and I mean, together as a family. So I then pivoted and I started interviewing people and I had a, a series called quarantine stories. And that's when I interviewed people. And that's when I fell in love and realized I'm really good at this. I asked yeah. really curious questions. I get out of people's stories. Sometimes they don't realize the connection. I'm really good at connecting the dots for people. Um, and then it, and then, and so that's where it went. However, when I first started, I did say to myself, listen, I'm going to give myself a year. I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to stop. So I'm going to find stories. I'm going to remember. So I would write things down. Anytime I walk my dogs, that's really when I like meditate, like when I can daydream and do things mm -hmm. when I walk my dogs. And so I would take notes during that time. Like, okay. Oh, don't forget about this story. Don't forget about that story. And I feel like it was so amazing, but there was times where I was like, you know, spending, cause I knew I didn't want to edit myself and yeah. I need, I needed help. So I was spending money. I was fortunate enough that because of my fitness business that I was still getting some money, but I didn't want my husband to like, you know, even though he would be like, I could help. I didn't want him to do that. I wanted this to be mine. And there was definitely times where I was like, okay, I am bleeding money. I'm bleeding yeah. money, but I love doing this so much. And I can see now why all of that happened. Right. So then I finally got myself an editor that was able to help me with a little bit more stuff. I have a, a little bit of, I have a team that helps with, with social media and all that stuff. So I can really create the content mm -hmm. because that's what I'm good at. So the other things, and I, that's what I tell a lot of people find the things that you're good at and really lean into those, the things that you need support. You might have to do it yourself for a little bit, but then work to get like babysit a dog, you know, like dog walk, do other things where you can get a little bit of an income mm -hmm. to then put that into something if, if that's your passion, but start on your own to see yeah. if it's what you're meant to be doing. Um, there was times I remember when I was first telling stories that I would, you know, batch record. And then all of a sudden I'd be like, Oh my God, no, I can't, we can't go out. I got to get a recording out. My, you know, stories were shorter. So there was like between 15 to, uh, you know, 10 to 15, 20 minutes. Yep. My interviews are now much longer and I have gotten really good at, having a lot in the, you know, it kind of in the can, if you, if you would say. So yeah, let's, let's talk about that. So people that are thinking about starting the podcast, I mean, part of understanding, we talk about how, how is the media sausage made? <laughs> we, we, there's, right. there's plenty of recipes online of how the actual sausage is made, but that that's what scares people is that they don't know the recipe. And what we tell anybody is a recipe is only as good as the ingredients that you put into it. And the person that's actually creating the recipe, like it will give you the framework you need, but ultimately it's you. So let's talk about the recipe of podcast making. What, what does somebody need to know if they, if they hear this and they go, Juliet's got me, Sean, Sean's been saying it forever, but Juliet, she put me over the edge. Where do I start? Yeah. I mean, so one of the things what I always tell people is to start recording on your phone. So the, I used, when I first started, I used something called, it was called backpack. I think it's got a different name, but it was a free app and I could just plug in my, you know, air, my headphones and I would literally go in the closet and I would start recording and I would start recording 
just little snippets of different things that would come to me. And then I would hear how it sounded and I'd be like, okay, this is good. So a lot of times people will think they want to start a podcast. And then when they get into the nitty gritty, they're like, oh, I didn't realize this and this and this. So if you start with, okay, how does that make you feel? Like, does it, are you excited when you're telling your stories or are you like, you're going to be nervous at first, especially when you first put them out. But if you start that way and then kind of be like, okay, now, now where, and then go into the editing, right? So you're going to mm-hmm. look into like, um, garage band. That's when I first, you know, I was like, okay, I can do that again. It comes on your computer. So there's different things that you can do that. You don't have to go out and spend thousands of dollars. That's the other thing. Like so many people go out and spend so much money and then they're like, ah, I don't really like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, don't do that. T- smart, small. And, and that backpack you can get there's intros that you can put, there's noises that you like, it's a really great app and it's free. And so that's where I started. Those were like, I would literally go in and tell my, my personal journal stories. You could also on your phone, do the voice notes. So, and take notes, right? So anything that comes to your mind, make sure you're putting it somewhere. I'm dyslexic. So like taking notes, writing makes me crazy. So I do everything voice. So I will take my voice recorder and I'll just like jot different things down when you're trying to think of a name or think of like, you know, your, your brand, what is that? So there's, there's little things that you can start doing before, but not making yourself crazy. And I have to say, I always do everything backwards and maybe it's because of my dyslexia, but so like at the beginning I was like, okay, I need my name. I need my cover art. Um, this is even before I started recording, but I was like, I loved doing it. It excited me. And I was like, the branding part of it loved the brand. I love the branding part of it. And that's okay. So like, even though you, I would go to, you know, talk to people that I found that were podcasters after I really started, they're like, Oh wait, you, you just did everything backwards. I'm like, yeah. Like I, I was like, I have to have the website. I spent tons of money on a website that I don't even use anymore. I switched my whole website. But to me, that was getting me started. So it, I don't think there's a right or wrong way to do it. It's really whatever kind of like lights you up, like you get excited yeah. about, start focusing on that and then write down the things that scare you, write down the things that you know, you're nervous about. And I'm the first one that it's not good at those kind of things because it's just like, let me just go. It's all in my brain. But if you kind of lay it out and then really kind of check it off, it's going to be easier as you start. Yeah, I think, you know, one of the exciting things that you're talking about, and especially with your Super Bowl example is the fact that because you choose to podcast, because you choose to become your own media company, literally, you put yourself in perpetual curiosity, where you always have to improve, like, every for five years that we've been podcasting every single day, we're learning something different about publishing online, through audio, through written word, through images, and through text. So as we learn how to do that, we improve our podcast, we improve our storytelling skills, but then we also find where are the stories not being told, you know, and one of the biggest lessons I hope people take away from this episode is because you were curious, because you were continually learning, because you were continuing to pursue what you knew in your heart was something that you loved doing, you listened. And by listening, you found opportunity and you got this fireside opportunity, you got the Super Bowl opportunity. And so much of business and so much of what's happening now, legacy media companies are trying to catch up to podcasters. They don't understand companies that were built on web 1.0, all the old radio stations, the TV stations, the magazines, the newspapers, they're trying to connect the way that podcasters connect, the way that TikTokers connect, the way that YouTubers connect. And that's in a real authentic way that's open. It's not 
underneath some paywall. It's literally on all the platforms that all the people are there. So, you know, for people that are listening to this and especially for business owners, there isn't a lot of business to business content out there. You know, we created a show where we were sick and tired of the content that we would find about business. We wanted real business stories. It was literally called behind the smoke barbecue war stories. It was all the things we fucked up in our barbecue business and butcher shop business. And that evolved to digital hospitality and it evolved to restaurant influencers. And your brand has evolved into multiple things. Can you talk about the process of understanding you're on your journey, but then you're also making a pivot because pivoting and adjusting is such an important part. And I think it's a lot of the fear that people have. Well, I want it to be perfect from the beginning. But like, (laughs) we weren't even a barbecue restaurant when in 2008, when we opened our restaurant, we opened a breakfast restaurant and a sports bar. And now we're a barbecue (laughs) media company talking about podcasters. Like this is the most important thing that I do all week is to talk to someone like you that's an expert in your field. But I, I want people to understand that, like, this is a long race, but also you have to have the courage to lean into rebranding. Yes. Oh my God. I love that. I just got like, I'm so excited to talk about this. So when I first started, obviously I said my podcast was called next stop crazy town. So then when I, when I started after a quarantine stories and I started interviewing and I realized I can make this a business. And then I started, I I made a workshop that's to help people find their creative passion. And it really is for like a lot of the women that I was working with in the fitness world that were just like stagnant. They were like bored with life. They were like, you know, they had their husbands, maybe their family had tons of money, but they were like miserable people. And I was like, you guys have to do something. You've always wanted to write a book. Why don't you do that? I don't understand. So I created a workshop and I was doing some of that. And as I was interviewing more people, someone said to me, well, wait, what is next up crazy town? Cause I was calling it the love what you do series. Cause this yes. is like the love what you do. And I thought this was just like going to be a series. And as it grew, I was like, okay, I need to rebrand now. I and remember what I said, I kind of do things a little backwards. <laughs> But I was like, shit, I got to get like a picture. Uh, you know, people are like, you got to hire the photographer. I was like, no, I'm taking this in my bathroom. I just, I need to get it done. When I need, when I have something in my mind yep. and I need to get it done, I do not stop. I can be relentless. <laughs> my kids and my husband know sometimes it can be annoying. I think it's a great trait. Rel- relentless is, is, is one of the, one of the traits that I admire most in the world. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Kobe Bryant. It's my grandfather. Relentless is something that, yeah. You see it and you go, you, you, you go. you're not asking for permission. You'll, you can no. ask for forgiveness and you can change things later, but if you want something, you go get it, you go get it. And you know, the thing is that that's, it's so important because, and I teach my kids the same thing. I'm like, you have to be, you know, there's, there's ways to be relentless that are good. And you could, there's ways of being annoying, but sometimes they get kind of mixed up. So I was like, this is, I, I need to get this done now because as I was interviewing, I had so many like bigger people that were on the lineup. So I had love what you do series. It was called love what you do series. I still had my next up crazy town brand. I had just found a new admin graphic designer. She's now my executive producer. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, okay, let's, let's think of this. Let's have some ideas. But I was also getting all these different people telling me, okay, if you're going to rebrand, you should do it this way. This should be the name. I'm, I'm finding names. I'm looking them up. I'm like, oh, they're taken. I kind of want to stay with the next stop because that's what this is about. It's the next stop in your life. And this is what, so I was doing exactly what I wanted to put into the podcast. Like people yeah. that I was interviewing were further ahead than I was, but I was catching up if that makes yeah. sense, which was really 100%. fun. Yeah. So fun to see. 
um, and then helping them connect their dots, which I was like, oh my God, I mean, I'm, I'm tooting my horn, but I was like, I'm so good at this. This is amazing. This is so much fun. So I literally within, I want to say it probably happened in a month, but I was like, it has to happen in a week. And I drove everyone that works with me crazy. Cause I was like, okay, guys, we need to figure this out. We need to figure this. But so we changed the, the graphic. We changed next stop. Um, your next stop is the, is the podcast. And, um, my cover, you know, my cover picture, I sent like it to like a bunch of my friends and every single one that most of them were like, I hate that picture of you. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> this is the picture I'm using. It doesn't like, yes. this is podcasting. It doesn't need to be a glamor shot. I did it in my bathroom. Yeah. I had just gotten my hair cut or something. And it was like, whatever it was, you guys can go look at your next stop. It's, it'll, it'll, we'll put links in the show notes for sure. So you guys can follow along and, and uh, subscribe to the podcast. Cause it's awesome. But so, and the thing that's funny is though, I had already changed because I had gone away from the fitness. I had like a kind of a fitness picture at first. I had changed it to like a family picture next up crazy town. And then in the middle of that was like, oh my gosh, the name's changing. So I was like, okay, anyone that's following me is going to be confused, but you know what? Once I finish the rebrand, it doesn't matter, but you have to change it everywhere, right? You have to go yep. through all the podcasts, but like, there was times where I was like, why is that picture still there? Like emailing yep. Apple, like get that picture off. It's not the one, why are you yep. taking so long? But all of those things just led and and now it makes sense, right? It makes sense, my brand. It makes sense the your next stop. It makes sense the YNS live, all the, the live shows that I have. And those are more, you know, I'm working with Fireside to keep and create more because the YNS live with NFL Thread is doing, I mean, amazing. We had Cookie Johnson and Holly Robinson Pete on, who then I got to meet on the red carpet, who like in embraced me, like hugged yeah. me. They were like, it's so nice to meet you. And I'm like, oh, this is amazing. But it was because I made them feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that I want your listeners to listen to, like we all have strengths and we all have weaknesses and we all have God given gifts. Again, I, I believe in God. And these are gifts that God so gave I. me. I believe in know. God. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's, if you don't, I don't like, you know, yeah. I don't think anything it's different, none, but yeah, not no every, problem. right. Not everyone does, but you're given these gifts. And so you have to lean in on them. And then when you're really following your path, your gifts kind of come out even further. So when I was at this, the luncheon, I'm taking you back to the luncheon now, but every person that sat in the seat, you could see that they were nervous. And I would say two things. And then you would just see, and even when you podcast, right. When you have yep. someone on, that's a little nervous Oh, absolutely. Um, and you can tell, and it's just something innate in me. I just, and I, it, I'm a comfortable person. I make people feel comfortable. Uh, it doesn't matter who you are, you know, whether you're the janitor or whether you're the president of the United States, I treat everyone the same with the same respect. You treat me with respect. I'm going to treat you with respect. So I think those are the kind of things when you're thinking of your brand, because I know when I first got into this, I was on clubhouse. And so I was like, how can I make money on podcasting? Cause I love this. Mm -hmm. And time and time again, people would say, oh, you have to have like a workshop. That's is kind of where my workshop came in, or you have to have a funnel or you have to have do this. And it was, there was, it was a time where I was making myself crazy. Cause I was like, yeah. okay, I'm spending money here, but I, I know what I see and I know what I'm capable of, but how do I get to it? And everyone has a different opinion, right? Every, so you have to have an email marketing list. You have to all these things. <laughs> Don't talk like, to digital marketers. They'll, they'll tell you 7,000 different things you should be doing. Right. But <laughs> the whole time they're like, you have to have your videos you're recording. Now I record on Riverside. I do repurpose on YouTube. Um, you know, we do, if you look at my Instagram, you can see, we take little snippets. Absolutely. Uh, but all of that, you know, came with just putting one foot in front of the other, you know, it was just like, this feels right. This is how I'm going to do. So the rebranding 
was so interesting and such a pivotal time because you're, you have to pivot. Like if I kept next up crazy town and people were listening to my stories and some of them were not really crazy town, right. They were just mm-hmm. normal person stories. It didn't match. And so as much as I loved next up crazy town, cause that was a very endearing to my heart. One of my, my sons came up with the name, Hey mom, what about next up crazy town? I was like, Oh, I love it. But I have that as my season one. So I never got rid of it next. You know, my season one is next up crazy town. Those are those personal journal stories. And then season two is love what you do, which is really then morphed into your next stop. Yeah. I think, you know, probably the, the biggest lesson is, you know, something my, my, my grandfather taught me actually, but my mentor, my media mentor, David Meltzer, he's been helping bring out the actual lesson. And that's, you know, everybody me personally, I've always wanted to be the rabbit in the race. I always wanted to be the one that was, you know, on this upward tra- tra- trajectory where I'm like, I'm sprinting and we open up the business and our business is doing so well. We're opening up another restaurant, another restaurant, or we're podcasting and we're number one off the charts. But it's like, that's not what it's about. What it's about is being the tortoise. And it's about this consistent, persistent pursuit yes. of your potential. And it's every single day showing up and eventually as you show up every single day and that incremental habits that you're building, that those positive habits, those positive skill sets of how do I ask a question? How do I book an interview? How do I engage with a guest? How do I follow up with a guest? How do I engage with the audience? How do I use Clubhouse? How do I use TikTok? How do I use all these things, all these tools that are now available to us in 2022? You know, there's never been a time where so many tools have been available. What for you, this is something that I, that I struggle with. I try not to struggle with, but it's always to be, to blossom where I'm planted, to understand I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Yep. Where, where do you find yourself pushing, trying to book the next big guest and then waiting for somebody to come the other way through this content that you're creating? Yeah. You know, it's funny because people will, will ask that. And I love that question. Again, it's a lot of times it's not about the big guest. Right. I it's agree. about, I agree. It's about, it's, thank you for saying that. It's not, it's not because the, the, the littler guest, if you want to say that it's all about the story, who has that it's story about that's, that is going to compel and, and, and connect with your audience. And those people, a lot of times, like I just had this woman on, um, uh, Cecilia who created this company called two, two bees, and it's a, a, an amazing story. And her episode is one of my, like, is, is one of my front runners right now because yep. her story is so endearing and so amazing. And it's just really cool to watch that. So for me, it's really about like kind of finding the people with stories. And now a lot of times, you know, I'll have people send me you, oh, you have to interview this person. But one of the things that I have to say, and when you brought, like you kind of touched on it with the interview process. So a lot of times people think that they need to do all of this research and they need to have all these questions in front of them. And what I say to people, some people need that, right? So some, some interviewers need that. If I did that because I'm dyslexic, if I had to read off of any paper, (laughs) I would be stressed and I wouldn't be myself. Yeah. So finding how you are yourself the most. So I do, what I do is I usually vet my, the people on before, whether it's like through social media, when I was on clubhouse, mm-hmm. when I was doing a lot of clubhouse, I don't, I'm not on there as much. Cause I'm doing fireside. We're going to get you back on clubhouse. Okay. We, we get every, every digital hospitality guest. We do a Friday at 10 AM Pacific standard time. So you guys, okay. will, you guys listening, will be able to ask, uh, ask Juliet questions directly. Perfect. Perfect. Um, and so that's where like it, 
I would have them send me like a social media, like message, because for yep. me, if I have someone that's a super slow talker, even if they have a cool story, it's really tough for me. It's tough yep. for me as just because I'm so fast moving <laughs> that I literally sit there and I'm not listening yes. the way I want to listen. So I've had to turn people down if they were just big pausers and big, and I would say to them, listen, our energies just don't match that much. It's no offense to you you know, or, or I've had to turn down people if like they, they're just starting, but like a really, my podcast was kind of like, okay, in a couple months, call me back and tell me where you are. And that's actually been really cool because the people yep. are like, thank you for not having me on when you first said. So for me, I do a tiny bit of research, just like, especially if, if it is someone that is famous or, you know, yep. is a big guest, I'll, I'll have their accolades, but there's been times where I've had someone on that's actually like an, was an ex actress, like huge ex actress. And I actually didn't know because where they were in their time yep. is what the podcast was about. But then as the story unfolded, it was really fun. And that's how I love, I just love having the conversation. And when I have a conversation, I ask curious questions because as you said, like I'm curious. And so it's not about doing all the research and asking the standard question all the time. For some people it is, and that's how you're going to be the best interview because you're the most comfortable. So it's really important to figure out where, again, your strengths and weaknesses and what they are. You know, in the beginning, I would have people tell me, you have to do more research. And I was like, I don't have to do anything. This is my podcast. I, right. I hope, yeah. I, I, I hope people are listening. You've said multiple times that you've gotten a lot of advice and, you know, as much as we tell people to stay curious, get involved, ask for help, find mentors, find people sitting in the place that you want to sit in, ask them questions. A lot of time, a lot of people are going to give you bad advice. Yeah. So and many people gave us bad advice all the time and we wouldn't be doing what we're doing now if we listened to those people. Right. I mean, and that's the thing though. I think like everyone has good intentions and it's what's worked for them is, as you know, they think it's going to work for everyone, but it's not, it really, you have to hone in on where your strengths and weaknesses are. And I do, when people first start, you know, wanting to podcast, I do say to them, listen, ask questions, whether it's Google or, um, just someone else, because a lot of times what holds people back is they're scared to start and, and they don't, they don't want to ask someone, or if they have like yeah. an invention, if they have an invention or like they want to do something, they feel stupid asking questions, never feel stupid asking questions, but everyone you ask don't just think, oh, that's the way I have to do it. You kind of have to kind of figure it out on your own. And that's where the whole, like, you know, your universe, your God, your path really comes into play. Listen to those. Okay. Does this feel right? Or does this feel wrong? And when you get on that path, it is so, I mean, right. It's so amazing when the doors just keep opening. It's like, oh my gosh, what's next. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's, it's only the beginning. I mean, that's the most exciting part, you know, your relationship with uh, NFL thread, um, what you're doing on fireside, what you're doing in the podcasting space. I know it's, I know it's just the beginning. Oh, um, thanks. That's, that's what's, that's, what's super exciting. And then developing, you know, deep relationships with people that are playing the game within the game. Uh, I would love to find out from you. Um, it, <laughs> there's people that will tell you, I love what you're saying. It sounds great. You're super fired up about it. I think that I have a story that I want to share. I think that I have a good idea for a podcast, but I'm a mom and I don't have enough time, or I am a professional and I don't have enough time, or I am a CEO and I don't have enough time, or I'm a dad and I have too much. I don't have enough time. What do you tell them? I love that. I say bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I mean, I, 
Um, I have three kids that are super active in sports. There is literally at two 15, we are out pretty much until nine with someone, you know, dropping someone, picking someone off. Um, so, and I walk my dogs every morning. So, and my last child goes to school at 9.00 AM. So I have a very short window. However, I make sure that I am doing exactly what I need to do in that short window. Does it always happen? No. Just sometimes I'm like on Instagram because I have to respond to things and I find myself like, and I'm like, what the hell am I doing? I'm wasting my time. But it is, we all can make time if it's, if it's important to you and it's what you're meant to be doing, you will find the time there's, it's so funny. And I'm sure you see this. There's times in my life where I'll look back and be like, what did I do before I podcasted? Like, what was I? And I was busy then, right? We, Correct. Yeah. You find absolutely. things that are, you find things that you're busy with, but then something else gets, you know, is, is there. So it is really cool. And, and I will say, cause now I'm starting to travel more and that's, you know, putting a different layer because now, you know, my husband's always been the one that works out of home, but it's really fun for him to see what I'm doing and be like, okay, we'll make this work. We'll figure it out. Um, and just putting more, you know, people that can help in the, in, you know, watch the dogs. Okay. We have to both be here. Um, it's just one of those things. If, if, there's, you're never too busy to do something that you're meant to do and that you're, that you love. So like, yeah, people have to push that out. I don't, I, when people say they're too busy, it actually annoys me. Yeah, I agree. Well, I, we're I, all busy. We're all, we're all busy, but you need to do the things that are going to pull you out of bed in the morning. Yes. Um, well, you know, oh, if, I love that. You just if said you're that. not getting pulled out of bed in the morning, then you're not doing the right thing. Um, there's definitely something better for you in life. And hopefully you find what you, what that is, because I know that I have it. I know that you have it. I know the people that we bring onto the show, we bring them on for a reason and they're excited about every single second of their day and they don't waste a second of their day. Right. Um, what's your favorite digital playground so that people can uh, keep in touch with you and uh, we'll put links in the show notes so that um, people can connect with you as well. Yes, of course. So Instagram, which is I M A M Juliet, J U L I E T Han H A H N. But I'm also LinkedIn is, is a big one for me. Um, Fireside where I do a lot of live shows. I love I'm, it. I'm really everywhere. TikTok. I'm not as I'm, I'm getting better with TikTok. We'll get you there. Get in. <laughs> we need you to lean into TikTok. TikTok needs more of you for sure. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, and uh, so be sure to join us. We're going to have uh, Juliet on uh, Clubhouse. We do Clubhouse every Wednesday and Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, we do restaurant influencers as well as digital hospitality. But we're grateful for you guys listening to the show. You can always connect with me at Sean P. Walchef, S-H-A-W-N-P-W-A-L-C-H-E-F. Um, any, any words of wisdom before we, uh, we let you go? Uh, well, I just want to say the thing that you said is if, if it's not getting you out of the bed, you're not on the right path and you need to find that, whether it's like regular meditation or finding a different space to daydream, we don't daydream enough. Yeah. And if people just let themselves daydream, they will see what they're meant to be doing. And they just have to take the steps. I love it. Uh, Juliet Han. I am Juliet Han. Follow her on social, um, connect with us on clubhouse when we have her on and we're, we're grateful. We can't wait to see what you build next. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you.